0: Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy
1: territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name.
0: with Shannon Davis.
1: Up next is Minister Peter Wiffen from the Gold Coast of Australia. He'll be bringing the word tonight. Open lines at 323-784-9622. You press option 1. Some are worried about what's going to be written on their tombstone. Well, should the world tarry? I don't care that someone remembered me as I stood up for Second Amendment rights. I want to be known that I was a man of God and I laid down my life for the Lord Jesus Christ. That I obeyed the word of God, that I loved not my life until the death, and I overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of the te- my testimony. That's what I'm going to have to put on my tombstone, should the world tarry. He loved not his life unto the death, and overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of his testimony. That's what we need to be concerned about tonight. What is our testimony going to be for the Lord Jesus Christ? I was a great patriot. That I was an expert on the New World Order? That I got out there and I did great news coverage on the Bilderbergers or the Bohemian Grove? Or that I was a marksman at a thousand yards? Does that mean anything to God? Or is He concerned with how many souls we won for Jesus Christ? How many people we set free in the name of Jesus? How many cups of cold water we gave to a, a child who we visited in prison, who we went to the hospital and prayed for. I say to patriots, man up and report to the true battle lines, which is the army of the Lord Jesus Christ. You're AWOL right now, many of you. What are you doing for Christ? You're spending all your time on your saving your skin. It's time to go to work for the Lord Jesus Christ who gave all for you. Learn about spiritual warfare. Do some prison ministry. Visit some that are infirmed. Preach the gospel to the homeless out there. Give them something to eat. Cast out some devils in Jesus' name. Come out to some of the deliverance workshops. And get involved in spiritual warfare. That's a true man and woman of God right there. Anything else is deception and a waste of your time, and it will not profit you. Praise the Lord. I think I'm done, and I've said all that there is to say on this, and I'm tired of talking about it. I was asked where I will stand, and I have replied. I will stand on the side of the Lord and follow Jesus with my cross over my shoulder. Praise God. We're going to go to song, and then we're going to come back. That's going to give me just a chance to run downstairs, get something to drink, a little bit parched, and we're going to get going with our next guest, Peter Wiffen. Here we go. Someone says, well... You just said, grab your sword. That's right. I'm talking about the sword of the Spirit. The Word of God, our authority in Jesus Christ. Because our weapons are not carnal, but mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. That's the kind of sword you want to draw, folks. It's the sword of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. That's the kind of sword I'm using, not an AR-15. Brother Peter... Yeah. Praise God, brother. Do you rely on an AR fifteen to save your skin or are you going to rely on the Lord Jesus Christ?
0: Uh, well, well we um we have to rely where the power is.
1: Where's the real power, brother?
0: It's from God who made us and made everything, even the AR sixteens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's where the real power is. Uh, trusting in Jesus is uh is never gonna fail us, is it?
0: Oh uh, no. No. Praise he, you, you have a look at the universe The guy who made that Became a man and loves us He loves us And he Is looking over us He's the one Who's made promises to us Because he loves us Yes he does And he, he's finding out Who loves him back that's the purpose of life the real purpose of life is to see if you want to love God because you can only have love from free choice yes you can't make anyone love you can you no sir but you can ask them to and they can choose to love is a choice because Jesus said love God He's asking you to love God as a choice. So one has to go in. One goes in his heart. I choose to love God. Love is not a feeling; it's a choice. Love your neighbour as yourself is a choice. To have a perfect choice, God made all the cards go on the table. That's why the two trees were in the garden, I believe. Because if all the selections weren't on the table, then it's not perfect love, is it? It's manipulated. Right. So, the reason that the tree was in the garden, and the rule was around the tree, was to make it the conditions for perfect love to take place there's two impossibilities I've thought of one is you can't make someone love you and the second one is you can't earn grace As soon as you earn grace it materializes into wages so I believe this life is all about a love story it's about do we love God or don't we and we're in an environment where there's an opportunity for free choice.
1: That's right. Will we choose to follow the Lord, or will we choose to do our own thing? Yeah. And uh, you'll we, find, yeah? find out at the end what what was what was worth it and what wasn't worth it. What was just a vain imagination, a vain pursuit. If you're just tuning in tonight, we've got Minister Peter Wiffen on from Gold Coast. Welcome aboard. Peter yeah thanks uh, thanks a lot
0: uh, it's um, nice to be back here again and um, of course and um, to be talking about the things we love to talk about and um, to the people that we love who are who have crossed over the, the valley of decision and are, and are on the side of the light on the side of God loving God that's that's the nice part about it
1: Praise God. Peter, before you bring your teaching tonight, would you like to open up in prayer?
0: Sure. You know, Father God, it's a privilege to be here. It's a privilege to be looking at your word, looking at the scriptures, considering your promises. It's a privilege that is very valuable. Um, we thank you and we love you and we praise you and we ask you to come with us today As your mercies are with us every day, you promise, we ask the kingdom to come and to be with us today in Jesus' name, and we ask, Father God, that the people have their needs met, that something good comes out of it, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Praise God. Peter, what would you like to title your message today?
0: Deliverance and Judgment. Sounds good. Take it away. Okay, we've we've had a lot of um, we've had a lot of uh, belief and a lot of work done on on deliverance. Um, we know that we to go into all the world and um, and cast out devils, heal the sick, raise the dead. But there's a there's a there's one thing saying out out out. But I believe there's another element, which is not taught a lot and uh, it's a field that needs in investigation and that is delivering judgments on the um, on the spiritual world um, it says in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 10 what the job of the church really is and um, Says what the job of the church really is. I'll just look it up quickly. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 10, is to me a classic job description. It says, I know it by heart, it, it, it says, God now intended that through the church. So that's a job description, what God's intended. And His intent is there to make known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly realms. His wisdom Many sided wisdom Many facets to God's wisdom To the intent that now unto the principalities And powers in the heavenly places Might be known by the church The manifold wisdom of God According to the eternal purpose Which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord In whom we have boldness and access With confidence by faith in him So the job of the church There is is what God's intended to do with the church and really it's got nothing to do with people he's talking now that the people the church is to make known his wisdom to the principalities and powers that's the demons um, very good job description so that tells me a couple of things that the, the, the demonic realm doesn't know God's wisdom many cited as achieved on the cross and there's another place it says had they have known the princes of this world they would never have crucified the lord of glory and that that points to those fallen spirits the ones that rebelled in heaven the one third of the angels and their protege don't understand if we have a look um at mankind we go right back up into the garden if we look at love and it's understanding we can look at Adam and Eve the scripture says that they hid in the garden God says where are you where are you and they're saying we we hid and God says have you eaten from the tree because What's happened is, is they've eaten from the tree but they haven't understood the love of God so they've hidden I believe Satan didn't understand the love of God because we were talking about it here last night that if Satan had understood the love of God he would have understood no greater love as this than someone lays down their life for their friends You know, the Passover was right in the nose of Satan. He ended Jesus right at the Passover supper. John the Baptist had said, "Jesus is the Lamb that takes away the sin of the world." Yet Satan organises for for Jesus to go to the cross right on the Passover, and be the real sacrificial Lamb, in which perfect love defeated death. Had Satan understood that? He wouldn't have done it. So we have a love story here. I believe God is showing that without love, which is Himself, you can't have anything that's any good. Um, He made Lucifer perfect, but he corrupted. He was perfect, but he was missing one ingredient he was created he didn't have love in his system perfect yet corrupted God is showing through the church that the imperfect can be made perfect exactly the opposite through love and I believe this is the lesson that God's teaching the whole of creation through our lives through the world and what's happening in the world the good and evil God is showing that perfect love is required and everyone will remember for eternity that you can't run things without love if you take if you take the first Adam there's been two species of men the Bible says the first Adam and the second Adam the second Adam was Jesus the first Adam was Adam the first Adam became a living soul when God breathed into him but the second Adam was begotten there's a difference one was became and one was begotten the became ones broke God's law and then hid if we go to uh, Genesis 3 verse 10 or verse 9 we can start and the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him where art thou and Adam said I heard thy voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself now Adam was afraid was he afraid for a reason he was afraid because he was naked but he didn't understand the love because did God smoke Adam and say you bad person you know I'm going to torture you now he didn't he clothed him God Explain to Adam what the consequences of what had happened, but God loved Adam and clothed him. And that part of the story signifies what's happening today. We become born again and we get clothed. We are corrupt yet being made incorruptible through the incorruptible seed which is love. Satan doesn't have that incorruptible seed being a created being. So anyway, God is showing through the God is showing through the church his wisdom as achieved on the cross. We are to show that wisdom how by following the the commission which we all know. Go out into all the world declare the kingdom is at hand. Cast out devils Heal the sick Raise the dead When we do those things We are showing The realm of the unseen world The wisdom of God As achieved on the cross Now part of that wisdom Is executing judgment It is It is something that I haven't heard Many messages on But we know in deliverance In part how to execute judgment on demons we make them drink the blood we bind them we sword them and different things like that in Luke chapter 22 29 to 30 God says, Jesus says I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom And sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel If we go up to um, If we go up to Genesis chapter 49 There's an interesting thing that Jacob says to his sons Israel And what is this judging the twelve tribes of Israel? Does that mean we're going to be sitting there judging the Jewish nation? I don't believe so. I believe the 12 tribes of Israel, this refers to judging the blessings of Israel that you can use. Because if we have a look at what the 12 tribes of Israel are, I can read some of them out here in Genesis 49. He says, And Jacob called unto his sons, and says, Gather yourselves together, that I may tell you which shall befall you in the last days That's talking about the last days Gather yourselves together, and hear ye sons of Jacob, and hearken unto Israel your father Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my mighty, and beginning of my strength, the excellence of dignity, and the excellence of power Reuben means behold a son by the way But then um, Jacob goes and says an interesting thing Unstable as water thou shalt not excel Because thou wentest up to thy father's bed and defiled it And he went up to my couch So I believe that's a problem That's a problem being described there of Reuben What's that got to do with judgment? I believe there is a part of the harvest of the blessing of Jesus Christ that, was the, that is part of the blessings of Israel he, I believe he harvested the whole blessings of Israel and the answers for Israel Why? Because up, in, um, up there in the scripture it describes the showbread table And on the showbread table is 12 loaves And I believe those 12 loaves are pointing To the 12 tribes of Israel It says Leviticus 24.5 The bread is to be a memorial offering With frankincense An offering of blood Oh, sorry, an offering of fire, and now shall take fine flour and bake twelve cakes thereof, two tenth deals shall be in one cake, and now shall set them in two rows, six on each row, upon the pure table before the Lord, and thou shalt put pure frankincense upon each row that it be, may be on the bread for a memorial, even an offering made by fire unto the Lord. Well Jesus had frankincense put on him. And he calls himself the bread And here we have 12 loaves The 12 loaves answer The needs of mankind for salvation I believe And that is where we are to judge the 12 tribes of Israel We are to pull out of the blessings of Israel what we need Judge, discern, look into Judging means separate, put asunder, pick out, select, choose So you could say, judging, separate, put asunder, pick out, select, choose The twelve tribes of Israel When we sit down to eat at a table When we sit down and eat at a table We we choose what we want to eat Past the butter Past the bread Past the milk Past the sugar and this is. So this is um, this is very important because we can choose the blessings that we need. It goes on here. Simon and Levi. This is in uh, Genesis 49. Simeon and Levi are brethren. Instruments of cruelty are their habitations. O my soul, come not thou into their secret into their assembly, mine honour be not thou united for in their anger they a man and in their self will they dig down a wall there's some tribes connected to anger and murder and I believe that Jesus harvested the remedy to um, that murder and that anger through the 12 tribes of Israel So anyway, are we supposed to judge demons? We're definitely not supposed to judge men because in the manner that we judge, we will be judged, the scripture says. But it does say here, in Daniel chapter 7 verse 22, until the Ancient of Days came and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High, at the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom that tells me that judgment is at the time when we possess the kingdom Jesus says repent because the kingdom is at hand two thousand years ago so the kingdom is here and judgment is here with the kingdom that means the scripture in Luke 22, 30 means we are to judge the 12 tribes of Israel now not sometime in the future and I believe that is the judging of the remedy in the bread, the broken body of Jesus Christ to use to bring healing and deliverance there is an interesting part of the law of God It says whatever a man sows he will reap And there's another scripture that says Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, life for life If one kills someone One must lose their life So up here we read In Luke chapter 22 I think it's 22.53 that it that was the power of darkness uh, Arresting Jesus We know that It was Satan Entering Judas that betrayed Jesus So we could blame the death of Jesus On Satan Because he went and did it um, We go up here to um, That scripture in Luke 22 It says chapter, Luke 22 verse 53 When I was daily with you in a temple You stretched forth no hands against me But this is your hour and the power of darkness This is where Jesus is being arrested He's being arrested by the power of men And the power of darkness We hear, the scripture, um, we hear the scripture quoted all the time um, We overcome him, Satan, by the blood of the Lamb The word of our testimony We love not our life unto death How does the blood overcome Satan? I believe the blood of Jesus Christ overcomes Satan because it was Satan's fault that Jesus went on the cross. He is to blame for it. Jesus himself didn't blame men. He said from the cross, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. So it's not man's fault they didn't know what they were doing, otherwise, was Jesus lying about that or just making up some lame excuse for them no Jesus said I'm the truth what he said was truth and had deep real meaning was not man's fault they didn't know what they were doing they were deceived I believe they manifested at the time of the cross and it was Satan and his demons inside people at the cross manifesting causing Jesus to be killed if that's the case on sowing and reaping alone the blood of Jesus is on the head of Satan now what happens when a man murders another man about judgment what does God say and how does God say judgment comes upon man A lot of people would be surprised to know the answer to that because there is the quoted assumed scripture that judgment is mine says the Lord I I will repay but if you look deeper into the scripture you'll find out how he repays judgment is God's and he does repay but if we go up to Genesis chapter 9 God is talking to Noah Let's have a look up there. Genesis chapter nine. We can uh, read from verse four. But flesh with the God's talking to Noah. But flesh with the light therein, which is the blood thereof, thou shalt not eat. And surely your blood of your lives I require. At the hand of every beast I will require it. That's the demons and the animals. And at the hand of man And at the hand of every man's brother I'll require the life of man Now here is the interesting point Whoso sheddeth man's blood By man shall his blood be shed For in the image of God made he man God uses man To avenge the death of another man So, why am I saying all this? As a ministry, as the church, our job is to make known to the principalities and powers what was done on the cross, the wisdom of God according to the cross. The blame for the cross lies upon Satan and the power of darkness. And it is man's job to shed the blood Of whosoever shed the blood of man Jesus is a man on the cross Satan has shed his blood And it's the job of the church to collect The judgment and put that on Satan So without a doubt The church's job in my mind Is to put judgment bare and square on Satan and the power of darkness. What is that judgment? There's a scripture that says Behold, a king shall reign in righteousness, and princes shall rule in judgment. Isaiah 32 1. There's another one here. For the hand of the Lord there is a cup and the wine is red it's full of mixture and he poureth out the same but the dregs thereof all the wicked of the earth shall wring them out and drink them What is the mixture? Under the law of reaping and sowing everything that happened to Jesus on the cross is the judgment that must happen to the powers of darkness they must suffer the crown of thorns they must suffer the burden of the cross they must suffer drinking the bitter gall they must suffer the stripes they must suffer having their beard plucked out having their hands nailed their feet nailed that is the judgment written I believe because they sowed all of that on an innocent person illegally they must now reap that so praise the Lord Channon this is what we've been trying out and um, (laughs) I've uh, had a few different deliverance cases in the last couple of weeks here And um, we have had some spirits manifesting. Every single spirit, without fail, will admit the blood of Jesus is on their head.
1: Praise the Lord. Uh, Uh, We're live right now with Peter Wiffen from the Gold Coast of Australia. Peter, before we continue, would you take just a moment and uh, give out your contact information?
0: Sure. Um, I've got a website, his kingdom's table. Dot com and uh, there's it's virtually there just uh, to it has a booklet free booklet to download which is the um, deliverances at the table booklet uh, I checked it the other day for interest sake uh, there's been 1200 downloads of that booklet which is interesting and um, we've had some feedback from that booklet Uh, the people have read that booklet said the prayer in that booklet and manifested and had deliverance it's been pretty good um I'm actually going to upload uh some new booklets uh on some different subjects uh the milk and uh the judgments and the justice So we'll be putting those up um I managed to get my Bible up on CreateSpace uh, I, I broke it into the Hebrew listing um, uh, the Law, the Prophets, the Writings and the New Testament so there's four four books there now with the names Amplification
1: Oh, so, um, very important can, yes, P- Peter, because uh, some have asked um, where could they obtain a copy of this, but before you explain um about these four sections what is the names amplification bible for those who've never heard this term
0: it's the it's the um it's an amplified bible just ampl- it's a king james bible amplified with the names only so what it is is the name meanings of the names are in the writing as you read along and you know some pages are full of names and there is no practical way to read the meanings of those names and look them up in a dictionary so what I did was put the names in brackets next to the name the meaning of it next to the name as you read so it's so powerful that you can read in context and see the meanings of the names as you read along and you will be guaranteed to have revelation unfold as you read like that it is it is so wonderful I you know Jesus and Paul and those guys knew the meaning of these names, but they have been taken out of our language. Who knows the meanings of some of those names in the Bible? You try reading chronicles and um this has brought the Bible to life i I feel disappointed if I have to read even from a King James these days because I'm just missing out I see a name there and I wonder what it means I, I found some names called I've been bewitched um, you've got the names of the Dukes of Esau one of them's names means darkness and every single name in the Bible there has got a real reason because the name describes the character of that person in the Bible and most of them in the Old Testament are representing spiritual beings so it's a very good very good there's a million uh, revelations there (laughs) I I did a count Shannon Um, 33,300 words have been expanded in that Bible that's how many words I changed (laughs) by the way I didn't change anything I just added the meaning in brackets
1: Okay, so you took the King James Bible as the basis, and then what did you do? You went uh, starting from Genesis to Revelations doing what?
0: I found a word, a name, like Cush or Adam. Adam means red. And then I word processed it, did a search, find, and replace on Adam, and went right through the whole Bible, and then went to the next name, and did the same thing again. So you can read through the Bible now and you can see in brackets the meaning of the person's names a lot lot of people don't realize the names uh, are very important there's a scripture that says God named everybody and he changed a few people's names because it was important for the nature of the story of what he was doing with them the first tribe across the Jordan's Reuben which means behold a son the Jordan means the descender, which refers to you know who, and it's parted between Adam, a village and another village called their distress. See, so just through the names you can see, behold a son walks across the descender, parting it between Adam and his distress. Now you've got to get some revelation from that. You've other things that came out of that come out of that to me. Joshua always went back and camped at Gilgal now what can I determine from that oh he went and camped at Gilgal that's very nice but when you realize Gilgal means a wheel rolling I looked at that and realized if I want to rest in God and get strengthened again I should think about the resurrection the stone rolled away I should think about that and be encouraged by that we will all be resurrected one day And these are little things that are in there that are very important um, in unlocking what the message, I believe, God wanted to give people. So 33,000 times in the Bible, there's a name and there's a good chance that that name we don't know the meaning of. So how can we know the Word of God if we don't even understand what the names mean? You know, that... There's a a long name in the Bible I just forget what it is now But it it was that young guy That King David got to eat at his table continually His name means Defeating the idol worship So that sort of tells me That you defeat idolization Idol worship by the Lord's Supper By eating at the king's table Every day Things like that come out of it Um, The story of Cain an Abel Cain's name means possession Abel's name means breath so from that you can see that God's showing through the names that possession kills the breath amazing so anyway I've got it up there on a hard copy it's um, uh, what I'm doing with that is all the funding that it that it earns, I'm going to put aside to make a leather-bound proper Bible and get that printed so it needs a few thousand dollars to do that, but in the meanwhile I've got but broken into smaller books on uh, Create Space so that it's not like, because it's like 1200 pages and it's just too big a book for that instant printing to be any good so I divided it up in, and made a Hebrew version which is quite nice. You can just buy one of the versions. You know, buy the one with the Book of Joshua in it. You'll find in there that one of the villages' names is called the Cave of the Shepherds. You'll find the meanings of the names of the five kings who hid in that cave, and this helps a lot in doing deliverance.
1: This is powerful, Peter. Uh, question for you is: What is the charge uh, to obtain copies of those?
0: I just did them. Um, what Create Space did to, like the minimum, like they were about ten bucks or something, just oh, that, for the moment.
1: That's awesome. Uh, you call it Craig Space?
0: Uh, create Create Space.
1: Oh, Create Space. Okay, I was thinking that's some kind of Australian version of Craigslist. <laughs> Over uh, no, here. No, sorry it's, about uh, that. Amazon. It's Amazon. I thought you said Craig's. You were saying Create. Create. Yeah, CreateSpace
0: dot com. Uh, that's where you you post it up and then um, you should be able to find them um, I had had some links there I yes. can anyway I, I can put them um, there's some links I'll put in the box but I can put them up, up on um, my website soon I only just got it sorted out yesterday and um I'm looking forward. To, I've ordered a couple for myself. You know, I'm looking forward to having some printed versions because, um, you know, we're using this every day in deliverance. It's, it's very powerful.
1: That's awesome. Um, uh, if you'd like to get a copy, of that folks, we're talking about the Names Amplification Bible, and understand better uh, the meaning behind many of the words that we've read and take it for granted. Uh, you mentioned for example the river jordan jordan has a meaning doesn't it
0: yeah it means descender 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 uh
1: each of the 12 names of the tribes of israel uh, yes they have na- they have meanings don't they
0: they do dan means judge and um you can look at um you can look at what god says about dan and it's very important for deliverance you know you can be a Christian and you can fall into this Uh, we're talking about judgment but we have to be careful that we're judging demons behind the situation and not people We we can discern oh that person's following what the demon's recommending and leading but we cannot judge people that's what Dan calls getting on your high horse. <laughs> you, you know what happens to people who get on their high horse. What happens? It says here. It says here in uh, Genesis uh, forty nine, Jacob speaking to the tribes, uh, forty nine sixteen. Dan, which means judge, shall judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan, and this is the tribe of Israel shall be a serpent by the way an adder in the path that biteth the horse's heels so that his rider shall fall backward I believe that's one of the biggest causes of backsliding going wow wow and it's very easy to fall into you know Jesus said take the plank out of your eye so that you can see clear to take the speck out of your friend's eye or your neighbor's eye what is that plank? that plank if you look up the meaning of the word is a a beam a beamer judges sat on beams it's to take the judgment out of your eye and then you'll take the speck out of your brother's eye. What's the speck? The speck represents dust to me, and dust is the curse. So take the judgment out of your eye, and you'll see to be able to get the curse out of your brother's eye. So these things come out of knowing the names God's not playing around with names the name of Jesus means Joshua which means Jehovah is salvation he even named his son a name that describes what he does and who he is he did that right through the whole Bible that's why the devil I believe has done a great job not praising him but observing in taking out of our vocabulary the meaning of all those names. Therefore, disempowering the scripture in as far as its ability to deliver the message God wanted us to learn from it. I am amazed that the Amplification Bible doesn't even touch the names.
1: That's a. There's it another. There's another Bible out there called the Amplification Bible.
0: There's a a Bible out there called the Amplified Bible. Most people know about that. Yes. And it and it amplifies the text, but it does not give the name meanings. Wow! Completely so overlooked. Completely the, overlooked it.
1: This is one of the first of its kind. Then the names amplification. Uh, how long did Never it Never been your, done. Never been
0: done, as far as I can tell, in history.
1: Wow. How long did it take you once you started on it?
0: Well, it, it was miraculous because it took me only five weeks.
1: Five weeks.
0: And, five weeks and red eyes. I, I was working, looking after children as a single dad, and did that in five weeks. I must have read the Bible through six or seven times in that time. I just, night and day, sandwich in one hand, coffee, flat out. Changing so what would happen, around.
1: you would come to the, and when you say change, all you did is, um, you looked up the definitions and put the um, definitions in the side column, is that right?
0: The The definition goes right next to the word, Okay. it, it goes like, for instance, Adam, it'll go Adam, normal, equals, um, exclamation marks, red, and Each then you'll red. go on. So you'll see where the, name of the, bi- the name's the the been put in italics and in exclamation marks. Okay. So I didn't dare change the Bible. <laughs> no one's going to change the Bible. No. You've got to watch out. I didn't dare change anything except I added a help of the meaning of the names.
1: Okay, so where did you find the, what the names meant? Where did you go to find the definitions for those?
0: Now, most of the names are in the Strong's concordance and i used a website called com, and cool. i was able to um hit on there and um get the strong's number for the words M- most of the names went very smoothly but there were some tough ones uh there's some names that are unsolvable uh like the name shiloh really uh, yeah um Shiloh is very uh, doubtful on its meaning it's sort of been lost uh, the closest I could get to it is Pleasantville and um, I, I was put in the valley of decision here a bit on a few of the names because I'm going God you know I don't know which is the right one to put in here and and then in the end I, I just thought well I'm trying my best I'm being as honest as I can I want the truth I'll put in what I believe is right and then if anybody disagrees they can write me and I'll look into it again because I couldn't hold the project up. Um, one of them that I found was very interesting is the name of Egypt. The um, uh, the, the concordances say it means coops and, and I'm scratching my head. You know, Egypt such an important... Uh, name in the Bible and it means coops and it didn't like look any good so that sort of means like tombs or something you know so um, I researched further and the ancient name of Egypt means black land It, um, it got flooded by the river Nile and the black soil went all over the land and made it black Now it's interesting because Moses' name means drawn So you could say Moses draws Israel out of the blackness Just by the names Now you can't be saved unless you're drawn There's your type and shadow So Moses drew God prevails Which is Israel means God prevails Out of the blackness through the Red Sea which is the blood fantastic there's another very interesting name um, the name of the Philistines <laughs> you know what that means tell me <laughs> grief causing borrowing immigrants wow what would that be referring to <laughs> and the Fal- Palestine in Palestine today, what are they doing? Burrowing tunnels. Oh, that's true. Every chance they get. Yeah, they burrow tunnels and they cause grief with suicide bombing. <laughs> so, <laughs> and they're the Philistines, <laughs> oh, Palestines. So that refers to demons. It's interesting, in the book of Joshua, they gathered together at one specific village. Guess what the name of that village is? Tell me. The camp called Hidden. Wow. Everything hidden is where the demons gather to. <laughs> That's what God's <laughs> showing through the names. So it's fantastic to uh, open up the light on the Bible. What a, You know, for me, what a privilege it's been to even think of this, and then make it available. I I really pray and hope that the church people who do get this Bible um, get so many revelations and turn the world upside down because of it.
1: I want you to put this in the uh, chat room, please, and also on the Facebook so people can order a copy if they'd like to. In what format will they be able to download it? Is it like a PDF? Uh, No, this is a printed one. You
0: can... This is printed in book form. It can be mailed to you. Oh, this is
1: actual hard copy. Hard copies, yeah. Broken into uh, four different books, Four books.
0: Yeah, it's because, you know, some of them are like 200 Ah. pages, 400 pages. Amazing. And um, then uh, from there I'll get like a nice nice leather one done that's a whole Bible. But, you know, someone just wants to... um, uh, you can also buy it in downloadable on Kindle and I'm just listing them all up there and sorting them out and I'll I'll put them up there at the lower price uh, so people can have them electronically. But really, a printed version is better. You can mark it, you can use it like a Bible. And, you know, there's not so many names being changed uh, or name issues in the New Testament. But, you know, once you get into the Old Testament, Man, it just opens up everything. It's just comes alive. You you can really see a lot there. So awesome. people can buy buy one and have a look, and then add to it if they want to, and and uh, and everything. So.
1: All right. This is called the Names Amplifications Bible. If you like yeah. to order a copy, we'll get links up there for you tonight. Peter, also, yeah. what is your uh, website? And if someone would like to email you, how can they do that?
0: Um, they can email my name, which is Peter Whiffin, W H uh, W-H for Harry, I for Igloo, F for Fred, F for Fred, I for Igloo, N for Nally, at hotmail.com. And I'm on uh, Skype as well. And I, I don't mind praying for people. Um, uh, they need prayer. I get. I get. Few calls a week on Skype and pray for different ones, and um, sometimes God gives me the hard cases, and I have to persevere for a while. But we're getting there. We're getting there. Um, I like the hard cases a bit because you learn, Shannon. You got to dig in. <laughs> you got <dig laughs> to dig
1: in. Amen of that. You build up battle experience, don't you?
0: Yeah. And you get a chance, you know, you got a hard case manifesting, you got a chance to try things out, see what works. <laughs> <People> <laughs> see what's going
1: on. Learn how to fight devils and get in the battle. You learn on the job, amen.
0: Amen. You know, um yeah, like I'm learning now I'm learning now to lay the burden of the cross of Jesus Christ on the demons. How does that principle and, operate? Tell us. Um, if you've got a demon manifesting you you can question them this way and ask them this is the blood of Jesus on your head now I've had them try and say no but when pressed they all say yes they can't deny it they or their ancestors or some connection was in the people at the time of the cross the blood of Jesus Christ fair and square rests on their head so, we can guarantee that every demon is under judgment for, for the death of Jesus. Don't worry about what they've done to you, it's what they did to Jesus is where their judgment lies. So, then um, I say to them, this, Are you prepared to receive the burden of the cross in return for the blood on your head? And they squirm. My goodness and then they go oh we can't bear this and you know Jesus couldn't bear the cross that guy Simon had to help him carry it and that was purposely I believe designed by God so that he could lay a judgment on these spirits that they couldn't bear and this is how they learn the wisdom of God as per the cross Paul says the cross is the power of God to salvation And he's not joking. Another one that's very powerful then is... ...to make them drink the bitter gall. Oh, they don't like it. And, you know, gall... ...I think, um... ...it's like... ...reminds me of snakes venom... ...um when we make them drink the bitter gall they don't like that at all they have actually said when we drink that we die and you know if anyone dies they've got to leave the body haven't they? Is so it good for um, them? <laughs> a good one isn't it? Like like they're in the person's body if, they die, if that person dies they leave and they're Separated by death and they have to leave and uh and go to the pit because the pit is made for the devil and his angels um the other interesting thing that I found I can share some interesting things people can take them or, or leave whatever they want yes. um uh
1: I like new weapons and strategies
0: yep yeah, make them drink the bitter gall and you know uh just looking up the scripture here um, uh, uh, you know how sometimes you talk about the cockroaches eggs yes Um, that's snake eggs really isn't it Um, yes uh, I found an interesting scripture here and I just looked at it and I went wait a minute Um, there's a scripture I'll get it uh, about these eggs Because you can actually feed these I'll, I'll read the scripture to you first Isaiah 59 verse 5 They hatch Adder's eggs Which is Cockroach's eggs And weave the spider's web That's okay He who eats their eggs dies Really? He who eats their eggs dies. So I've been saying to the demons and commanding them to eat those eggs.
1: Let me write this down. This is good. Command the demons to eat the cockatrice it, eggs? Yeah. And what is the scripture on that?
0: Isaiah 59, verse
1: 5. Isaiah 59, verse 5.
0: Verse verse 5 Okay. they hatch adder's eggs Uh, let me get it here well let's you know the king James says they hatch cockerous eggs which is snake eggs and weave the spider's web he that eateth of their eggs dieth and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper
1: Okay, so uh um wow
0: wow I I had some demons like playing along being very like a little bit cocky yes and I said okay time to eat some snake eggs (laughs) (laughs) oh Shannon they they just backpedaled immediately they they ran for cover left right and center they started leaving Um, some of them said I made them eat them and then they're they're going pale the person's feeling something's going on and they're saying we're dying we're dying so it's pretty powerful
1: so we could say hey demon you feel a little bit hungry tonight Mm. i command you to eat those cockatrice eggs in the name of jesus
0: yeah i command you to eat those eggs mentioned in Isaiah that make you die
1: ah very good and how do you give the demon a cup of gall to drink? How would you pray that? Uh,
0: I tell you, you, you can be, get pretty bold here. I, I, I tried this out on two people in the last couple of weeks. Okay. You, you say, open your mouth. And the people lean their heads back, right, and open their mouths. And I make an action like I'm pouring it down their throat. I give you the bitter gall to drink but first of all I pray this dear God in heaven put in my hand the bitter gall for this demon because from the hand of man he requires the blood of man you see that okay you asked for the judgments for that demon to be given into your hand and then you say to the demon I give that to you
1: Okay, so I would say, Father God, in Jesus' name, I'm asking right now that you would give me a cup of bitter gall.
0: Yeah. that cup or into a bit, my hand. Or, or bitter gall on a stick, because it was put on a stick and Jesus was made to drink it.
1: I ask you, Lord, to put a stick in my hand of bitter gall. Yeah. Okay.
0: Just like what was made Jesus drink, <clears throat> because they have to receive what was done to Jesus
1: ok and then once you've got that you say demon open your mouth That's and then it. you give them the stick with the bitter gall make them drink it
0: yep. Yep. in Jesus name and you, and you can make them confess I get them confessing this I received the bitter gall get them to confess it because they overcome by the blood of the lamb and the testimony the testimony is confession when you're testifying in court you're speaking confession
1: okay
0: you can you can make the demons confess they receive these judgments they use the mouth of the person all the time to swear and carry on right yes so you then get them to use the mouth to receive their judgments Now, you know, it's pretty powerful someone is, um, someone is sick You get the demons of infirmity To accept the stripes of Jesus Christ They must fall in their own snare Fall in their own pit And be caught with their own snare Which is what they did to Jesus It's pretty powerful
1: Say that last part again. You get the demons to confess that they receive the stripes of Christ?
0: Yeah. Say infirmity. Someone's sick. Right? They might say they got a sickness, right? Yes. Whatever's, you get that spirit, if it's manifesting, to accept the remedy, which is the judgment.
1: Ah, oh, this is good stuff here. What else can we do to... Uh, give a little bit of payback to these devils
0: we can get them to accept the burden of the cross
1: oh how does that work
0: okay your demon is the blood of Jesus on your head the demon will say yes usually (laughs) are you prepared to accept the burden of the cross in payment for that blood and they say yes Oh, this is good look at the Lord Jesus Christ don't tell me like I summons you to the table of the Lord God you look at Jesus Christ and you tell him you're receiving the burden for his death I make him look up because Jesus said he'll come and dine and sup with us what is dining and supping with us it's feeding the bread of Israel to these demons
1: What is the name of the table that you summon them to? The Lord's table. Okay, so you summon the demons to the Lord's table. You say, God, set up a table
0: in the presence of this enemy, as per Psalm 23. Now you demon, is the blood of Jesus on your head? Look at Jesus and answer it. Jesus is sitting at the table, if he was he's sitting there with his blood and his body on the table no one can deny it that's the proof yes there's his body there's his blood at the table it's got holes in his hands he's got wounds they can't deny it is the blood of Jesus on your head yes it's on their heads that's the truth to set us free are you prepared to receive your judgment? That's the cup of judgment that they have to receive.
1: What if they tell you no? They don't want it today.
0: <laughs> well, you, you make them. Absolutely. You make them. Because, you know, um, let me have a look here at the booklet, Deliverance is at the Table. Which is you a know, booklet you've got on
1: your website, right?
0: Yeah, you can, you can down, download this book. Um, let me have a look here deliverance is at the table because see you can um, it's um, the table is in the kingdom of God Jesus says I appoint to you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom where is the kingdom of God? Luke seventeen twenty one The kingdom of God is within you. When I cast out demons, no doubt the kingdom of God has come. It comes because of the table. It says here in Jeremiah twenty three fifteen, it shall be if they refuse to take the cup at thine hand, there it is in your hand to drink. Because God's given into the hand of man the blood of man to avenge, then thou shalt say unto them, Thus says the Lord of hosts, You shall certainly drink. God oh. will make them drink.
1: What verse is this?
0: That's Jeremiah twenty-three fifteen.
1: Oh, I like this. Jeremiah twenty-three
0: fifteen. Yeah, and. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence. The violent take it by force. You have to insist. Let demons know if you're insisting or not insisting. You have to insist they drink. You've got to let them know this is not optional. It's not an option. They are caught, bound, and presented to the Lord's table for judgment. This is part of casting them out but it's a part that's so important that we are called to judge demons Psalms
1: 149 right
0: yeah this honor has been given to all the saints Isaiah 32 1 behold a king shall reign in righteousness who's that Jesus and princes shall rule in judgment
1: whoa that's a good one let me write that one down that's Isaiah 32 1. 32 1. Yes. Wow. Okay, so let's go back to the table here. So, what you would do is uh, ask God the Father to set up a table in the presence, in the presence, of, of, presence of this enemy. This enemy. So, okay, somebody sick. God
0: the Father, we love you and praise you. Set up a table in the presence of this sickness the spirits behind their sickness and then command them to drink and eat their judgments
1: okay then you command the demons to the to the Lord's table and uh, command them to eat and drink their judgments Yeah. alright before they can eat and drink do you need to uh, ask God to uh, give you the food and the drink to give them or is it going to already be sitting on the table
0: You can ask, because James says if you don't ask, you don't receive. So how would you
1: ask it? So I need you to be very specific in the order. I'm going to miss some key details here.
0: Okay. What is on the table? Jesus, when he said to the disciples, he said, This is real food. This is my bread, bread, my body, and my blood. That's the food. It's the grace of God. So you asked for the grace to be on the table... For sufficient grace to deal with this issue God said to Paul My grace is sufficient for you My grace is enough My grace will solve this James says if you don't ask You don't receive So he asked for the grace to be on the table To deal with this Principality, power, rule, or authority. So what happens then is, is that the demon is summoned to judgment. And then you can put on the demon anything that was done to Jesus Christ. Anything wow. that was done. I have ordered the crown of thorns and the way to do that is to say Father God let the crown of thorns be on the table let the blessing that you earned for me be available for me here and now in what you did on the cross with the crown of thorns let that be placed on the demon and let it be taken from my head it's a twofold sword, double edged you know, I did that one day and the demon said, started crying. <laughs> oh God, well, what's wrong? And the, the demon said, We can't get in her mind anymore. Something to do with the crown of thorns protected the mind. Wow. A good thing to do then is to read through all the things that happened on the cross. Confess them for your ancestors and yourself For your bloodline Not just you, your whole bloodline Let my bloodline be cleansed From murder Because Jesus was imprisoned unlawfully as a murderer I want to receive that blessing On the table Let any spirits following me for murder be fed their judgments now for murdering Jesus wow it is a double sword the death of Jesus everything that happened to him on the cross pays for our sin and it pays back the demons the double thing how wonderful is that
1: this is great Okay, so let me run you through this again. Folks, you've got to take notes on this or you're going to have to listen to it again take notes, but ultimately you need to take notes <laughs> and put this to practice. Okay, this is, a, uh, this is a revelation that the Lord has given Peter Wiffin that I agree with him on. That uh, this is yet uh, more information that God is giving us in these last days uh, regarding our authority to execute his judgments that have been written on these foul, wicked spirits. Mm-hmm. We're learning this on the job, and with the scripture backing it up, and it's been put in practice and tested. It the the revelation of bringing your enemy to the table of the Lord, because it all starts back in that scripture that uh, David prayed. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So, well, it starts. Um, you know, one of the foundation scriptures there is he sets up a table in the presence of our enemy, Psalm twenty-three, verse five. One has to ask why a table what's a table got to do with enemies oh go to war and sit in the middle of the battlefield with a table see how long you last why shouldn't it be a sword a cannon a gun a bomb it's a table and the reason being is that at that table there is righteousness in the judgment of Jesus Christ The real showbread table had blue cloth on it Signifying the holiness, I believe Jesus said in two places If you don't do this, you have no part of me What is having a part of Jesus? A part of Jesus, having a part of Jesus Is having deliverance and healing He says, verily, verily, I say unto you Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood You have no life in you Where is that bread and that blood? Jesus gave the example at the Passover It was on the table Life is at the Lord's table It's there and it's in us And it's available We can come boldly there And we can dine and sup and eat With God We can sit there with his righteousness on Not our own lest we'll get smoked And we can put the judgment on our enemies Because from the hand of man I require the blood of man God doesn't do it Only through men And if men don't do it It doesn't happen this is half the problem the demons haven't been getting judged God gave us the keys to the kingdom have we thrown them in the dirt and walked off crying God help me God help me when he says I've given you the keys pick them up and use them we use the Ability of the kingdom is binding and loosening We know that Which really means allowing and disallowing Which is judging Song of Songs says While the king sitteth at his table My spikenard sendeth forth And the smell thereof That's another weapon I have released the frankincense Oh, God, send forth the frankincense from the table, and demons come out. They can't stand it. I think it chokes them. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) They do not like it. So we have a job to do here. We have to pick up the job you get these demons to the table where they see the broken body and the blood of Jesus Christ and they cannot deny his death it's a bit like i've got my body and bread blood on the table what are you putting on the table if you're playing cards i see your bread i see your blood i call you <laughs> you know like that sort of thing the demons have to answer for the blood so then you summon the demon to pay for the blood of Jesus Christ. You demon, pay for the blood of Jesus Christ. That is how he's overcome with the blood.
1: Demmon, I command you to sit at the table that the Lord has prepared. Yes. And I command you to pay for
0: for the for the blood for the blood you must pay for the blood with your life you demon because Jesus had to give up his spirit you give up yours
1: and then what's your next step
0: that's a step you can do time. The first step I do is get the demon to admit from its own mouth that the blood of Jesus is on its head okay is the blood of Jesus on your head then get the demon to admit they'll receive the burden of the cross it weakens them because now they're carrying that burden I I execute the judgment of the burden of the cross on the demon as an everlasting ordinance even in the pit
1: Oh, I like that execute the judgment on the mm. demon as an everlasting ordinance in Jesus' name.
0: Yep. Go even in the pit.
1: Even in the pit.
0: And they go, oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. They don't like it. You can try
1: it out. We're having a working lunch here. <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, that's all right. You know what? I, I remember I used to listen <laughs> to this program with um, Adam Curry and John C. Dvorak, and they would do their radio program from a restaurant. And you could hear the waiters and all, and they'd be pouring something to drink and eating, and they'd be talking. That's what we're doing. I'm going to uh, pop a cap here on my Izzy Sparkling Grapefruit. <coughs> okay. Praise the Lord, because this is good stuff here. Keep yeah, on pretty going. Powerful. because, see, it's all about Jesus. It's okay. not about
0: us. It is about us. It's done for us with grace we haven't earned. Yes. He earned the judgment on the demons, <coughs> and he earned our salvation. So this is what perplexes the demons We're saved and they're judged They hate that They hate that But they have to reap it (coughs) Excuse me So um, The other one is Are you prepared to receive the pain That Jesus suffered
1: And you put that on the demon (laughs) That's a great question to ask a demon Yeah Demon this is your lucky day you
0: have to pay for the blood. We require you to pay with the pain that Jesus suffered. Okay. And they scream. They don't like it.
1: Demon, you look thirsty. Father God, I ask that you would give me a stick with a bitter gall mm-hmm. that they gave to Jesus on the cross and put it in my hand in Jesus' name.
0: That's it. And then you... And now... Now you demon confess you're receiving the bitter gall <coughs> And now open your mouth Now they're in the person, in the person's body Activating in the person's body When they open their mouth, that's agreement they're drinking It's a contract And that's how you bind, by contract You bind them with an oath That's another thing you can you say to them, confess by oath that you are giving up your spirit.
1: Okay. Because that's what they are—they're spirits, right? Yeah, people,
0: spirits. Personalities. they're personalities. They're, they're, you know, they, they, they—you know—they were some of them were people one stage. Yes. Some of them, some of them are angels. Some of them are people. Some of them are mix of animal and <clears throat> people. Yes. Or just perverted animals mixed.
1: Wow. All kinds of weird stuff are
0: there. Yeah, um, uh, perverted nature. <coughs> you know, that's why the flood happened. Nature was perverted. It was never gonna get back together. And that's where you get mermaids and Pan oh. and all the Egyptian all the Egyptian gods with cows' heads on humans and stuff.
1: You mean like Star Sex <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> You know, the uh, patron saint of the Star Sucks Coffee. <laughs> well. hmm. That's what it is.
0: You know, yeah, that's where that's where all that came from. So that when sure they was. died, there was no place for their spirits to go because God didn't plan them. So their spirits stay on the earth for the moment, till it's all cleaned up.
1: All these that, demons. That's,
0: a, that's our issue. Hmm. God said it sin is laying at the door to Cain and Abel yes it had desire that's a thinking being okay it had a will and you had to overcome him God said oh boy God called sin a person there right back there in the scripture it's a personality demons are not just fairy tale they're personalities they're real people yes People I bet like some of them say to me goodbye. Really? <laughs> yeah, they talk to me like a
1: person. <laughs> Who's talking to you, you demon? Folks, you, think you are? Folks, let's repeat that again. These things are, these demons, they're people without bodies or mixtures of people with animals. Yeah. Or fallen angels. And you know what? They well, want to get man. inside of you and live out there their lust and desire through you. There are demons right. that want to have sex with you tonight, folks. Yep. That's what they're hoping to do. They want to yep. rape you. If they could, yeah. that's yeah. what—that's what we're fighting against. These are evil things. In fact, they're raping women, even now. Peter, uh, according to recent yeah. testimonies, again, lady said she was sexually right. assaulted by a demon. She actually enjoyed it for a while, at least, until then they get rougher and rougher, and then they just—you know—they just torment them yeah. day and night. So, yeah, they can do these things, and Jesus came to destroy the works of darkness. So my understanding hmm. here, Peter, is our jobs yeah. are to go and arrest these spirits with the authority yep. of Jesus Christ to bind them, mm-hmm. bring them to the table of the Lord, mm-hmm. and execute the judgment of the Lord on them and get them out of circulation. Hmm. That's Send what I them don't back like.
0: to hell. Okay. The hell was made for the devil and his angels. Okay. The place Absolutely. they've got to go, which is Tartarus as part of hell. Yes. That's where they're meant to go, and then they're
1: out of action, aren't they? Very important, because I know of testimonies of people just said, come out, and the demon came out, all right, you got him out of there, then he ran down the street, jumped into someone else, and then yes. some, that person stabbed someone with a knife. Or well, one demon mm. said, let me go so I can go down here to the strip club. Mm. I can jump in someone and ruin their life. Folks, I don't command them just to come out. I say, come no. out and go to where the Lord Jesus sends you. And that's, many where you times, a, that's where you get a battle.
0: Because when they know they've come out and they've got no future, yes. they're, they're hanging on by the grip of their teeth, you know.
1: That's right.
0: But, you know, just casting them out, I've, I've had them looking around the room who they can go in. And, and, and I've, had them, I've had them ask, can they go in this one or this one or a relative? Or wow. one of them said, we'd like to go in a baby. Oh, no. Yeah, and you can't be responsible and cast them out and let them do that.
1: Nope.
0: You know? So, you you know, the biblical example is that Jesus Christ, who's Lord, can deal with them and send them where he wants to send them. Yes. The scripture says hell's made for the devil and his angels. Yes. So that's the place they've got to go. When a person dies, they go to hell, don't they?
1: They, they do. The wicked? That's prison. Yeah. Until, so that's where they're to be sent, I believe. Until they got to walk the green mile to the white throne judgment. That's it. And at that point in time, at the white throne judgment, the lake of fire. Um, mm. So we don't want to go right. to the white throne judgment, folks. We want to be at the judgment seat of Christ and be ushered into the presence of the Lord. We don't want to go to hell. Those demons don't either, but that's where we got to send them. we got to take them out of circulation, as many as possible. One less demon... Um, that's right. Is a good thing. Yes. Now
0: there are the there are a couple of spirits that you can you know, binding and loosening, right? Tell me about it. There are a couple of powerful spirits to loose.
1: Feel free to eat your sandwich, by the way. I, I, I mean what it. I said, this is a working lunch. <laughs> I, hate I don't it. feel guilty about <laughs> drinking. Go ahead. It, it was <laughs> <that cute>. Um <laughs> What was it by the
0: way? Oh, it was just some uh just a sandwich some bread and butter and stuff. It wasn't a Vegemite
1: sandwich,
0: was it? No, it wasn't Vegemite, okay. unfortunately. <laughs> God. Yeah. Very um, important spirits to release. Tell me about this because, now. Because there's a scripture, I'll find in the scripture that says that the cleansing happens by these spirits. They're spirits from God. It's the spirit... The Spirit of Judgment. Oh, have you got that booklet? The Spirit, oh, I found this in a booklet. Tell me. But uh, it brought my attention to it. The, the Spirit of Judgment is from God. Here we are. The Spirit of Judgment, Isaiah 4 4. the spirit of fire and the spirit of power I believe well, Isaiah 4.4 4 says the Lord will wash away the filth of the woman of Zion he will cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire. So there's your method.
1: Wow. This is powerful tonight. We're live with Peter Whiffen. Peter. Now I know that you put up a um, you put up a teaching on this on your website. Give that website again.
0: Uh, HisKingdomstable.com table
1: his, com. His Kingdoms Portal. Table.com. I want to encourage you, though, to actually put this in a hard copy paperback.
0: Okay. I'll have to put some more uh, times and things into things. um, Let me tell you how it needs
1: to be because there's people like me that need the steps one, two, three. You give the overall strategy, but then we need precise instructions as you're outlining tonight. Mm. You know, one, you know, ask God to. Prepare a table Prepare a table in the presence of your enemy, and what you would do one through fifty yes, because once you can um, see how it's precise and laid out, of course you can always you know uh, it's a start it's a starting point the starting point you know, is what I'm saying yeah, and you know we James keeps
0: ringing in my head if we don't ask, we don't receive and we yeah. perish because we don't know, if we know we can ask yes first of all we need to know we can ask secondly we need to have the faith that what we ask for we're given
1: well amen to that one
0: and and thirdly we need to discern what to ask and when yes and I, I believe the God God who made me made you loves us and the people listening he loves us it's about love he made the whole universe he focused everything on the cross as as his as his um, as his expression of pure love, and the cross is perfect. It's perfect; has to be perfect. Look at the complexities of the manufacture of the universe, and look at the cross. It's got to be perfect. We, I believe, we don't even touch speck of dust at the cross at the moment we don't the scripture said everyone that came to Jesus was healed in one place everyone an interesting thing though is to persevere let's take the story of the demoniac uh, Shannon okay uh, I forget what passage that's in, that's in Luke, um,
1: in the, anyway. In the gathering demoniac? Yeah. Let me look that up for you.
0: Let's it's look that up, <laughs> we talk about that, because this will encourage people. We're talking about Jesus with a with a demon-infected guy. Luke 18?
1: Uh, Luke 8, chapter
0: eight. 26. Eight twenty six. 26, Okay. I was looking at this the other day, and it came off the page at me, that, (coughs) okay, 8.26. Let's have a look at it, because it's it's some interesting things here. Um, uh, Luke 8.26. He... um, they arrived at the country of the Gardenes, which is over against Galilee. By the way, Galilee means circuit. It's a type and shadow of the world, I believe. And he went forth to the land there, met him out of the city, a certain man which had devils a long time. And... um. And when I close neither abode in any house but in the tombs And when Jesus saw he cried out and fell down before him With a loud voice and said What do I have to do with thee Jesus Son of God Most high I beseech thee torment me not Now that's the guy manifesting right Yes For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man That means Jesus had already started commanding that demon to come out Yes, and it didn't come out straight away it started manifesting Jesus had, for he had commanded the un, 29 says he for he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man and it hadn't come out yet it was saying what have you got to do with me and it was manifesting so right. it's quite normal to say, come out, and they're not coming out straight away. They're manifesting. That's
1: right. They're putting up a fight. Well, uh,
0: they're putting up a fight. Now it gets into, for oftentimes it had caught him, and he was kept bound with chains and fetters, and he broke the bands, and was driven by, of the devil into the wilderness. <sighs> That's a pretty possessed dude. Oh, yeah. And, sure. Je- and Jesus asked him, saying, what is thy name? Well, there is Jesus already said, come out. But it hadn't come out. Now Jesus is asking, "What's your name?"
1: He interrogated him.
0: Yeah, he's having a dialogue with these things. Right after he'd commanded them to come out. So you know what I what I got out of that was Jesus is commanding those devils to come out. They didn't come out straight away. There was a fight going on, and we are the same when we are praying sometimes there's a bigger fight than other times as you know Shannon sometimes there's no contest out they come right,
1: right.
0: other times there's a contest so from that we can see that the demons ask could they enter uh, into the swine and they were that powerful that they killed the swine
1: now why would God, Lord Jesus Christ, allow these demons to go into a poor animal.
0: There's a reason for this miracle, and this miracle settles the question, without doubt, that a person can have thousands of demons in them, one person. Because there needed to be at least one demon in each swine to take it to kill itself.
1: Okay, do you think also that if it had been a, a bunch of uh, dogs or some chickens out there. He would have put them into the dogs or the chickens.
0: Yeah, I, I think this was set up by God to show a lesson. I think because that the, the demons actually left the area anyway because the swine died.
1: I think that part of it too was uh, reason he allowed them going to the swine is because swine was unclean. I yes. don't believe he would put a something an unclean spirit into a clean animal. Yeah, I think he put them in because these old filthy hogs out there. You know they were out there. They're unclean, so there were many swine feeding on the mountain, and they entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place in the lake and were choked. So they weren't happy campers, were they?
0: <laughs> no, they they actually manifested violently <whistles> manifested, <whistles> but but yeah, but that proved without a doubt. You can read that, and you can know without a doubt there was a, thousands of demons in one person. Wow. Otherwise, how would you ever know? Some people could say there's only one demon. But this proves there can be thousands of demons can fit inside one person because it killed all those pigs.
1: Absolutely.
0: They needed to have at least one. I reckon they had more. But 90 seconds. It says they
1: had a whole herd. That's got to be a lot.
0: Yeah. A lot. Some other place said there was thousands. But um, I believe every miracle that's recorded about Jesus has a message in it and it's done in a way to give the message there's a story in the miracle that tells a story of a message that God wants to teach us that's why there's some funny looking miracles look at the one where 60 seconds look at the one where they needed to pay the temple tax yes go catch a fish and the money's in the fish's mouth
1: Mm, I've always wondered about that. What's your take on that?
0: That's go and preach the gospel and catch fish and you'll get paid. Wow. Go and do the work of God and you'll get paid. The money's in the mouth of the fish. Whoa. God's pointing to go catch fish and you'll have your needs met. Wow. Wow.
1: That's a good so take. right there.
0: It's a good take. So the, the, there is a lot of takes like that in the miracles. If you look at them and look for them, you know? Like, Ten seconds. You've got to look at it and say, wait a minute. Why has this happened this way? What's the message here? What is the message here? And there's everything is so deep what Jesus did. There's a message in everything. And that's what we were chatting the other night. One has to choose to love God One has to choose And one has to read the Bible then Looking for the love of God in the Bible Look for God's love Why he's saying things And why he's doing things a certain way It's through the eyes of love The world, you cannot see the kingdom Unless you're born again Because you cannot know love Unless you're born from love How can I tell? Um, Yes. Romans Romans 1 says you can see the unseen things of God from the things that are made, even your own body. Well, I look at my children through the eyes of love differently than other people's children, don't I? Yes. Because they're mine. So love when you're born into a family is different than if you're just not in that family so that's why the world cannot see God they're not born from God they don't know love look at the two ladies one's baby dies they're in front of Solomon the one that wasn't the mother said kill the baby the one that Love the baby because the baby was born from the mum so give the baby to the other lady to save its life this is why when you're born from above you're born again is to know God and in God is love to know the love
1: well wow. I tell you something else I got out of this uh, passage uh, the gatherings. Yes. Um, And that is that um, it shows you uh, the template for interrogation. He already knew the name of these devils. He didn't have to ask the name. He asked the name, so can we. Another thing is that um, this area of the Gadarenes is where mostly Gentiles believed. These weren't even Mm -hmm. the children. These were Gentiles because Jewish people were forbidden to... um, you know, eat to pig, deal with them, to eat, eat pigs, Gentiles raise pigs, right? They're unclean yeah, animals. Yeah, that's right. So this very likely, this Gadarene guy was a, probably a Gentile man out there. And uh, what was interesting is many times when Jesus did a miracle, he told them not to mention to anybody. Uh, I indeed. think there was a time where he said, "Go to the, you know, go to the temple and offer, you know, do something." But in most cases, he told them to keep silent, didn't he? Yep, and uh, in this did. particular case he, he tells him go back home he says return to thine own house and show how great things God hath done unto thee and he went his yeah. way and published throughout the whole city how great things Jesus had done in him I think that this was one of the beginning phases where um, the stage was being set to share the gospel with Gentile believers and what was interesting is uh, I'm assuming this guy he was not saved right <laughs> he was clearly a demon possessed man you know, uh, Jesus dealt with them. Cast out the devils. Okay? And then he came back into his right mind, and uh, he wanted to go follow Jesus. Jesus said, no, go back to your family. Tell them what happened to you. That's uh, right. I, I've taken a new attitude, Peter, and I will cast devils out anybody. And when, let, me, let me qualify that. Uh, most of the people that we do deliverance with are Christians. Yes. Okay? But there's some people out there, because and. and uh, an important part of being a Christian is you can hold the ground. You can have the Holy Spirit come in and fill the voids. Um, if they're not a Christian, okay, I will cast out a devil in the name of Jesus. But they need to understand something. That uh, if they want to hold that deliverance, if they don't want to keep from getting demonized seven times worse, they're going to need to receive Christ and be filled with the Holy Spirit, you know. Fill those mm-hmm. voids. Sometimes you're going to need to cast the devils out so a person can even receive the message of Christ. Those demons have got him so bound up. So um, that's my take. Uh, Jesus him, did it. Jesus, Jesus did, did it. it. And that's, that's he a, did it. He did it to the lady who took the
0: crumbs from the table.
1: Yes. Yes, he did. Um, Paul cast out the uh, demon of that girl that had a familiar spirit. What, she was the fortune teller. He didn't now, say, "I'm going to lead you yeah. to Christ first. He said, "Come no. out in Jesus' name." How? <laughs> And you know what happened? You know,
0: if you think about that, I thought about that. Her masters were so upset because she was the money maker. She yes. lost her ability to tell fortunes. She was a slave. They could beat slaves, right? That's right. I, I bet they were saying to her, get your powers back. Whoa. And I bet they were beating her because they beat up, nearly beat up Paul on that. And they were angry And they violenced on her and said get those powers back now And she would have tried I reckon with all her heart to get them back And she didn't get them back So when we have faith we have faith Jesus had the faith and the power over all the works of the devil When you cast them out they're out They're out And they don't come back. So, by the way, the name Gatherings, from the Names Amplification Bible, means reward at the end.
1: Wow. How about that? To help him, he had to cast that devil out in the name of Jesus. Or that man wasn't going to listen to anything. Same way with Mm -hmm. many people we're going to run into out there. There comes a time where you've got to deal with that devil. I'll tell you what it is. It's a two-step process.
0: Tell me. Paul, Paul identifies it. He says, up until now, I've given you milk, but you're still carnal. Okay. So, so they were carnal. Paul's not condemning them for being carnal. He's saying it's a shame you can't have the meat, which is full deliverance. The milk puts the enemies to sleep, Because it's God's love, the anesthetic As per Judges chapter 4, Sierra and Jabal She is blessed among women Because she gave him milk So an unsaved person A good way to pray for them Is to command their enemies To be inactive, to go to sleep with the love of God And you can say, will you receive the love of God? Now, who's going to say no to that? Right. Who's going to say no? Will you receive, are you prepared to receive with whatever faith you've got, the love of God?
1: Mm, That's powerful.
0: And their enemies will go to sleep. Then they can get their right mind back, be not as tormented, so that they can get the meat which has come back for full deliverance and hold it. And hold it. And hold it. Um, if now, those demons won't come back,
1: but they'll pick up other ones. Sure. Sure. But now you can start working with them and you can help get them yep. delivered and uh, teach them how to hold the ground that they're getting back.
0: Yeah. Same with Paul apply getting up on it. He's saying, Sincerely decide the milk that you need to grow in salvation. We need the milk. Okay. It's called spiritual milk, it's not teaching this is where the devil's got it all twisted up Paul says it's spiritual milk be like newborn babies like Romans 1 says the unseen is shown from our body he's using an example of a newborn baby that wants to be fed milk be like that try and get the milk because you need it to be saved to grow in salvation wow very very hard to grow in salvation you've got demons harassing the hell out of you all the time Right, we've got cases like that that we've run across right Yes. if you can get their life settled down then they can start learning and then they realize they've tasted the love of God and they realize there is an answer there they can then knuckle down and get their act together to keep their deliverance that's what Paul's saying up until now you should even be teachers but you're still carnal I can't give you the foolish I can't give you the mean And the, the preaching has said that the milk is teaching It's not teaching It's nothing to do with teaching It's the spiritual milk That was in Judges chapter 4 That put Sierra to sleep His name means battle array After that they were able to kill The king of the promised land Jabin Whose name means active insight Active insight is the all-seeing eye That looks through us when we're possessed because Satan said to Eve When you eat from the tree Your eyes will be opened And you'll be as gods In other words Demon possessed So We need the milk So you get an unsafe Anybody with a problem We're told to go in All the world And cast out devils Actually at one place It says to heal the sick And then tell them The kingdom of heavens Is at hand So what's with that? Give them prayer first, then tell them it's the kingdom of heaven.
1: That's right. Because uh, many times it's going to take a miracle healing for someone to trust the Lord and oh, yeah. then say, Wow, look what God did for me. Yes, I yeah. will receive with gladness the gospel. Yeah. Interesting that. Um, so you, there was an exchange there. When Eve ate that forbidden fruit, it opened them up for demonization, didn't it? It did. It opened My, their eyes. That's your doorway. My proof That's of that, I, go eh? ahead. Yeah, go on. Is that um, it? Wasn't long after that that Abel is killed by his brother Cain. Yeah. Now, prior to that fall, he wouldn't have had a spirit of murder in him or jealousy. No. So those spirits were, were gained entry through the eye gate. Where? How the your eyes will be opened. Ah. Uh. Wait a minute. It broke the hedge? Yes. It broke what is, the hedge. Go ahead. What is, what
0: is nakedness? Exposure. Yes. So they knew they were naked. They became exposed. Naked was the natural manifestation of the unseen. And fear comes with nakedness. That's why when people are fearing, they're open to spiritual harassment.
1: Was the garden a hedge, and after they disobeyed the Lord, he cast them out of the garden, didn't he?
0: He did, but he, but that wasn't a judgment as much as it was a love act. Why is it a love act that God said, get out of the garden? Because you could not be born again. If you ate from that tree of life, you could not be born again.
1: Well, they would have been eternally damned.
0: They would have been lost, and there was no salvation.
1: Just like these so devils the, out there. Yeah. I mean, they're immortal, but there is no regeneration for them.
0: Yes. If you get the passage here with... with hmm. um, Okay, it's in uh, Genesis 3, verse 5. Satan... Or 4. And the serpent said unto the woman, You shall not surely die, lie one. For God doth know that in the day that ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Well, what's being as gods, little g? Demons. It's, be- it's being demonized. Oh boy. For God does know that your eyes shall be opened, and ye shall be as gods. In other words, you'll see into the evil world, and you will have demons and you will know good and evil because you'll know because the demons are in you you'll know them all right. and you'll experience evil because of their attitudes and their ways
1: and you will know evil. God was protecting us from the enemy who wanted to get into them. He had a hedge around us as long as we obeyed him. When we Mm -hmm. broke that hedge the demons had legal rights to come in and it's the same way today they won't now, lie how God, yeah, and yeah.
0: how did God know how did he God know uh, what had happened to Adam and said have you eaten from the tree because Adam had a spirit of fear oh boy it's the first spirit I was afraid oh no so God's saying how did that demon did you eat from the tree you got a demon in you now of fear now this is where our people can check themselves if you if you are feeling fearful and have fear that's your first doorway demon okay why did the fearful get thrown in the lake of fire is it a sin to be scared no it's a sin to follow fear or can lead you into judgment following fear how does that happen a a person uh, abducts someone and rapes them and then out of fear of being caught murders them King David out of fear of being exposed ordered Uriah to be murdered so the following of fear as a God whatever you follow is your God following fear can lead you to the pit One has to ask, am I following fear? And where is that leading me? So fear, I believe, is the doorway of demons. It's the eyes opened, access to demons. When the demon is in, it gives you fear and causes you to do actions like hide from God.
1: Yes, it does. Absolutely. Fear. Somewhere, fear is
0: called a spirit, isn't it? God has not given us a spirit of fear.
1: Absolutely, but a power, love, and sound mind. Sound mind. I believe that fear—it's a, fear a spirit—works with doubt and unbelief, doesn't it? Hmm. Because uh, I tell people. you what it does too. Yes. Tell I tell me.
0: you what, I tell you what fundamentally happened there. You can get Peter Whiffin's take on it Take it as you like Tell me There was an add to doctrine The serpent talking to Eve If we go there The serpent The serpent, uh, chapter 3 Genesis Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the fields Which the Lord God had made And he said unto the woman Yet has God said ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden And the woman said to the serpent We may eat of the tree of the garden uh, Eat of the tree, fruit of the trees of the garden But the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said you shall not eat of it Now here's the mistake Neither shall ye touch it lest you die God never said that And this is what we have in the church today Places where doctrine is added Now, I believe this is what happened It's not here, but I believe this is what happened Satan says You shall not surely die As he touched the fruit And proved you wouldn't die Because the death was on eating and not touching So I believe that's how he convinced her He probably picked it and held it and said look it doesn't hurt you and because she had wrong doctrine he was able to um, get her to eat it she added doctrine God said you shan't eat of it
1: didn't say you can't touch it would you agree that the reason that now they had a death sentence on them is because the spirit of God was pulled out of their bodies. Yeah, well, they lost the light. In other words, a unsaved person—they don't have the spirit of God in them, do they? No. The unregenerate man—if that's the right term for it—when we come to Christ, He puts His spirit in us. It seals our spirit till the day of redemption, doesn't it? Or do we? Um, or do we? We have. Hmm, let's see here. This is interesting because they were they were immortal. Well, let's think about this here, Peter. Had they not eaten the uh, the fruit, uh, mm-hmm. would they have died?
0: No, but they wouldn't eat. They haven't eaten from the tree of life, but they still wouldn't have died. There was no time limit really there's mentioned, is there?
1: Okay. What was removed from them, though, that but put the death sentence on them and started the clock of mortality ticking?
0: Their light. Their garment.
1: Okay. It took the hedge of protection around them? And it exposed yeah. them, didn't it?
0: Yeah, and they it, I believe it just did this. It took the light off them, and then the demons had access.
1: Maybe uh, at that point, the spirit of death entered into them. Yes. It just wasn't able to carry out its death sentence uh, immediately. But it opened up the door for all these spirits. I fear. Um, What about (laughs) what about when God uh, pinned uh, Adam down and he tried to shift blame to Eve? What do you call that spirit? Shifting blame?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting, eh?
1: Uh, is there a shifting blame spirit? We don't want to take uh, responsibility. We try to always blame it on others.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We need to add that one to the list.
0: And um, that's just dishonesty. See, it says here in Romans 5.14, Death reigned. That means death is king. From the time of Adam yes. to the time of Moses. Even over those who did not sin by breaking a command. How? How did death reign? Because death travelled in the bloodline. Have a think about it. When you make a baby, right? Yes. When men, the sperm fertilizes the egg, right? Yes. And the egg then divides two, four, six, eight cells, right, and becomes a baby. So the chemicals, the chemical essence. Of the sperm of the dad is in every cell of the baby and it carries death with it that's how death reigns and that's how we're connected to our ancestors we are physically connected your dad's chemical essence is in every cell of your body that's why doctors ask what runs in the family and this is how the sins of the fathers transfer it's interesting eh this is why Jesus could never have an earthly dad well people think they're disconnected from their dad this is why the scripture says honor your parents so it'll go well with you if you curse your parents you're cursing every cell in your own body that can manifest in some pretty nasty diseases because life and death is in the power of the tongue no matter what our earthly fathers done, we can't curse them because you'll curse yourself. How about that? Wow. It's another trap. So we got some major traps here. Number one is judging, what we talked about. Number two is cursing your own self by cursing your father. <laughs> Wow. Wow.
1: This is uh, this is deep tonight, and this is good stuff. We're live with Peter and Peter, uh, I want to be yeah. respectful of your time, and it's mm-hmm. Saturday there, and I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Can we do another program soon?
0: Yeah, we can, and uh, we can pray for some people at some stage if you'd if like, and um, they can do it. Um,
1: We're going to open up lines next Broadcast with Peter. Peter, um, as we're closing tonight, I'll we'll have you close in prayer. Uh, would you tell people again how they can uh, contact you and pick up uh, the teaching on there's deliverance at the Lord's table? And also, yes. if they'd like to order the Names Amplification Bible, which is finally out now, in mm. um, paperback. Hardcover.
0: In paperback, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, His Kingdom's Table, His Kingdom's Table.com. And um, names amplification Bible. You'll find it by just googling. It's probably already up there now on Google. The um, Create Space, Amazon, um, in hardcover. And I'm going to try and get that into maybe two books: an Old Testament and a New Testament at some stage. Awesome. But it's very, very nicely done. So I'd spend a whole lot of time there indexing it and setting it up properly. And um, I'm really pleased with it. Um, if anybody has it and they find anything in it that, um, they, if they could let me know, that'd be good too. If they find any mistake or anything in there that that's not right, but I, I don't know if there's too much there now. I've been through it that many times, and I'm sure if you get that, you know, just get one copy. If you get it, it'll bless you. Uh, you can read through that and pray the things you find and um it'll bless you with with more things that God wanted us to know
1: praise God brother um email address and Facebook how do they contact you
0: And uh, my name at Facebook Peter Wiffen W-H-I double F for Fred I-N and the same Peter Wiffen W-H-I double F for Fred I-N at hotmail.com and um uh, if anybody uh, buys a copy of the book or anything you email me I'll email you a PDF copy that you can do a search with and that's handy for a word search because when you word search it you'll find if you're looking for say a meaning of something you'll find it in the name meanings where you would have never found it in a word search of the normal Bible and it gives more light wow pretty good
1: this is great stuff Praise the yeah. Lord
0: Well the name of the game is for us to Is, is to get a dividend for Jesus Christ um, He begged Peter Not begged but, but he's he pleading with Peter Three times If you love me feed my sheep What is that food? That food is the Lord's Supper The body and the blood Which he just paid for If we love God from our hand we will get judgment on the demons because that's what you want to please God you start hitting the principalities and powers who put him on the cross get him a payback
1: amen we continue the mission of the Lord Jesus Christ which was to yeah. destroy the works of darkness Yes. set the captives free heal the sick and preach the gospel to save their souls Amen Yes
0: Amen Grace the dead which undoes oh, Yes that
1: too
0: The work of death it's, it's undoing It's doing what God wants If anybody doesn't know what the will of God is The will of God is to undo the works of darkness The fear of the Lord is to hate evil If you hate evil and have the fear of the Lord You can do something about it by casting out demons it's hard work. Sure it is. But God loves it.
1: Sure it is. Folks, you want to see people free? You really care about the word freedom? Get in deliverance ministry. Don't waste time on an AR-15 trying to save your skin. Jesus That's says that he that seeks to save his own life will lose it. Mm. We're called to pick up the cross. That means we're going to die. We're laying our lives down for Jesus Christ. That's it. Amen.
0: Amen, and when we die, the spirits have to leave our body, that you get deliverance. That's right. You pick up your cross, you die, the human element in the demon has to leave you. That's right. Yes, that's how that part of it's solved.
1: That's a good deal right there.
0: (laughs) It's a great great deal, because we get to live again, and they don't.
1: Shouts out to uh, Reverend Iceman joining us tonight, we've got a bunch of people out there in the chat room. Uh, Peter, thank you for coming on tonight, brother. Peter is uh, a in blessing. Austria. It's Saturday about, uh, what is it, about uh, 3 in the afternoon there?
0: Yeah, 2.30 now.
1: 2.30, you're plus two hours. Would you like yeah. to uh, close in prayer tonight?
0: Okay, yeah. We we love you and we praise you, Father God, and we thank you for everyone. We thank you for um, everything that you made available to us, especially the the bread and the wine, your body, and your blood. We appreciate you. We thank you for that. Thank you for the show. Thank you for the chance to even know life. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. And, Father God, I just plead the blood of Jesus over everybody tuning in, myself over Brother Peter and his family. I ask, God, that you bless Peter, open up new doors for ministry, bring in more Mm -hmm. people, Lord, that he can help, Continue to increase the knowledge and revelation that you're giving him on spiritual warfare and deliverance ministry and how we can be more effective. Mm-hmm. I ask he blesses finances. Mm-hmm. Lord, bless his woody inventions. Mm-hmm. And we ask God that you'd open up some new doors for him. Give him a good Christian woman, Lord, when you're ready. Mm-hmm. Bless his children. We ask this and we loosen to you the spirit of life. We ask all this in Jesus Christ's name. We ask Amen. God for Thank complete you. restoration. For his body, his heart, in the name of Jesus Christ right now, we pray. Amen. We bind your heart to the heart of Jesus. Yes. Command it to function in the same way in Jesus' name.
0: (laughs) Amen. Amen. Thank you.
1: Praise the Lord, brother.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Bless your hearts. Love you, my brother. You too. God bless you. We'll see you on again soon, bro.
0: Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. See you. Good night.
1: Praise the Lord folks, that was Peter Whiffen We're going to have Peter Johnson on again soon I hope And uh, we're going to have Peter Townsend Of course we've got Peter Hobson We'll call it uh, (laughs) (laughs) P-Quad We had had Peter squared P-tripled And we've got Quad Peter now Praise the Lord, there's another Peter out there, I forgot his name That would make, uh, I don't know what happens after quad. Uh, uh, Let's see, uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez. Uh, Quinta? I can't remember. At any rate, good to be with you tonight. If you're coming in late, we had a very great week this week. A lot of cool shows. A lot of good stuff. I am going to be meeting um, Benjamin Brook this weekend. So I'm not going to be doing a show tomorrow uh, But we're going to get um, Back on track Monday And we um, got a lot of stuff Lined up For you already uh, Booked uh, Brother Scott Lathrop Got a couple dates booked in today For Frank Marzullo Charlie Costello We're going to have Hegwish coming back Pastor Michael Thier will be back on the program With other HBC friends I've got um, Gene Moody I booked him today And I've got uh, much more to do. So bear with me. We'll get it all up to date and up in the archives for you. And uh, we're going to have more Backside of the Desert with uh, Zoe Mortal, Soul Man, with uh, Mike Bradford and others. May the Lord richly bless you. Keep me lifted up in prayer. I thank you for tuning in. I love and appreciate you all. Father God, bless everyone out there in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Good night, folks. Praise the Lord, folks. Again, thank you for tuning in tonight. Love you. I'll see you on the next edition of Mega Man Radio. Thank you for tuning in.